Let's talk about this. What does it mean to be making $100,000 a year? All of us developers, the dream is to make six figures, work at a cool company, live in San Francisco, and just be millionaires, right? That's it. But what's the reality? Let's talk about it. Yeah, so I mean, you know, I think the first place you got to start with the reality of this is like, where where is it actually gonna gonna take you? Let's say that you're making that six-figure income, you know, yeah, you could probably live pretty nice in the short term, right? You can get a nice car, get a decent house payment, but uh, but where are you gonna be? Are you actually gonna be able to save a large amount of money? Are you actually gonna become wealthy? Are you actually gonna have any kind of passive income? Because you know the the answer is 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 no. Like like what what are you gonna get left over with after taxes after everything is is done? It's not gonna be a whole lot, right? Um, and even if you take that money, even if you save that money, right? Um, maybe you can get you can rent a, a scooter for a couple. You know, a little bit. You know, wh where are you going to end up, you know, in 10 years, 20 years down the road? It's not going to be enough for you to just, you know, permanently live off of, right? You're going to, you're not going to have freedom. You might have the job and you don't even know if you're going to have the job, right? So, I don't know. What do you think about this? I think that there's not much left. 130, even if you're making $120,000 a year and living in San Francisco, after all of the taxes get taken out, mm -hmm. the state, the federal, after your expenses, your rent being $30,000, $40,000 a year, and then you wanna live off of something too, I feel like your true income is thirty dollars to $40,000. And even that, sometimes you might wanna buy a car, you might wanna be going out, and you might wanna do something, you know, like traveling. So you're not really left with much. The money that you can realistically put away at the end of every year would be about, I don't know, $10,000, $20,000, which honestly most people don't put away that even that much a year right right so over the course of a decade you would have a hundred thousand dollars left over or less and then what I want you to think about is what would inflation do to it the money that's just there right so I feel like that plan is the old plan of being successful putting someone in 401k and kind of just like hoping and praying and I think in reality when it comes down to you spending 10 years or 20 years doing this job, I feel like you're not gonna be left with the income that you thought. Right, yeah. No, I'd say also, you know, I mean, the big thing is like, the one thing that you can't get back which is your time, right? Like, and, th and that's the thing is it's like, yeah, you know, you, you work the job, but all that time that you're putting in, right, a lot of people think of it as putting in the time, right? They don't really like go to their job because that's what they want to do. I mean, maybe you start out, I mean, there's some days you like your job and whatnot, but if you're given the choice, I, I guess if they weren't gonna pay you, but, um, and, and you didn't need any money, would you go in and do it? Yeah. You know, probably not. And so what you're thinking about really is like, I mean, you've got one life, you've got so many years, you've got your youth only one time. Yeah. And so are you going to sacrifice, you know, all that time, basically a portion of your life, you know, a significant portion yes. in order to, to do what, right? To end up with, like you said, a hundred thousand after 10 years or maybe you invest the money. Maybe it's like, you know, but, yeah. but the thing that, you know, what you really need to be able to do is to be able to earn that time is to have the time. Like how can you basically have more time, right? Yep. Because if you were, you know, on your deathbed, you're 90 years old, how much money would you trade? How much would you pay to have one more year? 
of life, right? Everything, everything, like millions of dollars, doesn't matter because all of that money, as soon as you die, it's it's all it's all worthless, right? Yeah. So so that's the thing I think to think about is that like you know we we think about making money, we think about the, kind of the present, but if you're going to the regular job, if you're putting in those eight hours a day or more, yeah. you basically train your life. Right, you're trading the time that you can't get back, yep. and so you got to find another way. You got to find a way. How can you have that time? How can you buy that time now yep. instead of waiting? You know, spending all that time, and then hopefully someday in the future that you're going to have, you know, have more time. When, when in reality, the quality of that time is going to be less. Right. Yep. You, your best time is when you're when you have the when you're strong and you're young and you can enjoy the time that you have. But yes, that's the time that most people are working. And on time, you're not going to get time back. You can get money back. Money is a replenishing resource. I mean, apparently, I just learned it yesterday, even oil is a replenishable resource after millions of years. Yeah. But time is not. Time will go away, right? So what are some things that you can do? One of the tactical things, like specific things that you could do, for example, is uh, we were speaking with, I think somebody asked this question, Abdullah, who was in our webinar yesterday, we were doing a live training, and he asked, he's like, hey, uh, should I hire a mentor? Would it be beneficial for me to actually hire a mentor or whatever? And we thought, and I thought about that question, and I'm like, okay, let me take a stab at this. And I thought, okay, when I started, I was actually hiring lots of mentors and I was using lots of my money to invest in myself to get more skills. So for example, what I would do is I would go and tutor and I would be making 20, 30, 40 dollars an hour and all of that money I would make, I would just reinvest it into a developer who was on a platform like Code Mentor or something uh, like Wiseant or Take Lessons or whatever, wherever, like even in person you could uh, find them and hire them and I would pay them 20, 30, 40, 50 dollars an hour and I would think, okay, for one hour of my time, I get one hour of your time, or I get one hour of some incredible developer time who has five or 10 years of experience. But the arbitrage that I was doing there was for one month of my experience into coding, I'm getting five years of experience of somebody. Right, exactly, yeah. Right, that's the game I'm playing. And so what was happening was if a developer had 10 years of experience and I have zero years, but I'm paying him like $100 or $1,000 or whatever, and he's giving me all his hours, I'm thinking I'm accelerating really fast. So the more money I'm spending there and the more time he's spending with me, I'm going from zero to like Like I'm getting to two years of experience in like three months of time, exactly. two months of time. Because that knowledge is so specific it's custom it's not like um, spray and pray which I feel like a lot of what school knowledge is right. is very specific because he's doing a job he's right there in the world and so I feel that it's almost like being in a time machine you could actually fast forward time if you reinvest that money into yourself exactly. so you know you talk a lot about making a high income skill and then leveraging that I tell people all the time like use that money and I feel like there is a place where our advice actually kind of intersects and is helpful for people, which is, I remember asking you about, when is a good time to invest into something like real estate? How much money should you have? You're like, have $20,000. So I'm like, what should you do before $20,000? And you said, invest in yourself, right? Because, and the, and the reason why is, is this, is it's real simple. It's like, in fact, I got, you know, an, another version of this question. Someone said, well, wh how would you invest $1,000? What was the best way? And I was like, not, no. Like, yeah. it's not worth the overhead. Not worth, because if you invest $1,000 into something, 
I don't care what kind of interest rate you get. You could get a 30% return. It's not going to, it's going to take you forever to actually amount to anything, right? Yeah. So, but what you can do with that thousand dollars is you can invest it in yourself to increase your earning potential yep. where a thousand dollars isn't a lot of money, where $20,000 isn't a lot of money, right? And that's why I said, when you said, you know, how, how much money should you invest? Yep. And I said, at least 20, because if you're looking at $20,000 and you're like, oh shit, this is a ton of money, right. then the, the problem is that you're not earning money fast enough. Yeah. So you're not gonna be able to invest money. And so, so the best and highest form of investment that you can do is to invest in yourself, to yep. increase your earning potential. Yep. So you can get to the point where you're making, we're not broke, right? We're right. not making, we're making more than $100,000 a year. Yeah. So you can save $50,000 a year, $80,000, $100,000 a year. And yep. now you've got, now you can invest that money. You yeah. can actually make some real money with that, right? Because the thing about it, I think a lot of people don't understand about finances and, and especially, you know, our situation is that, you know, the, the relative costs, right? Or the costs for us to live, like what it costs for us to, you know, have food, have shelter, have a nice car, right? You know, even, even living comfortably, that doesn't change over time, right? That's, that's pretty much steady, okay? So when you make more money, Right when when let's say that let's say it costs you eighty thousand dollars to live a comfortable lifestyle. Yep. Okay. If you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year, you're you're getting by. Like you're fine. You're able to live the comfort, but you're not able to save anything. Yep. Okay. But now if you can make two hundred thousand dollars a year, right? You when you reach that point, your cost is still eighty thousand. It doesn't. So now you have all this leftover money. And if you make three hundred, like it just keeps on scaling yep. up. And so, but the beauty of that is that the money that you're saving, that you're making more than you need yep. to live off of, you can take that money and you can invest that money. And the bigger that gap is, the more that you can invest and the more that you can create passive income. So you can get to the point where that $80,000 you need to live off of comfortably, it's coming automatic where you're not having to work for it. And wow. that's the key. That's the key. That's when you're not broke, right? Because yeah. I would even say like that it doesn't matter how much money you're making, yeah. right? Because we said $100,000, you're, you're broke. I would say you're broke unless you're living off of money you didn't have to work for. Huh. If you have to go and do something to make that money, if that money isn't automatically coming to you, you're broke. Because wow. why? Because as soon as you stop working, you're poor. Yes. So you're just yeah. one step away from poor, right? Or however much money you have in your bank account until it runs out. Yep. But if you have money that's coming in that you don't have to work for, yep. then that's the only time you're wealthy, huh. right? And it doesn't even have to be a lot of money. Yeah. If you can live off of $20,000 a year and you got $25,000 worth of passive income, you're wealthy. Yeah. You're, you're more wealthy than a lawyer making $300,000 a year because you don't have to work. He, you can sit on your butt all day and do nothing, yeah. whereas he has to work to maintain his travel. lifestyle. They, exactly. they like go to other countries. Yeah. Like they'll, so like what a lot of people will do is they'll lower their costs a lot, which is pretty beneficial. And especially if you're getting passive income, I mean, even if you're getting, let's say, somehow you figure out a way to get passive income from real estate or whatever the case may be, and you're getting 20, 30, 40, $50,000 a year, it's possible you could just pick up your bags and start traveling to different places and live pretty frugally because in other countries it's a lot less expensive than let's say United States living in San Francisco. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Right. So you could be in Bali, Indonesia having the time of your life for $20,000 a year or $30,000 a year. And in that case, you're pretty rich. Exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a lot of money, right? It's like, it's again, like we could talk about, like you can make a lot of money at a job, but it's very similar to, you know, like, you know, being in a prison, 
Like, you're not going to call home and be like, ah, yeah, it's okay, mom. You know, this prison is awesome. Yeah. We have, like, these awesome couches, yeah. and we've got, you know, these great TVs, and the bars, they're made of gold. Yeah. The bars are made of gold in this prison. you got to check this shit out, right? Yeah. You still be in prison. Yep. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, it could be beautiful, and it could be the most expensive, extravagant prison in the world, yep. but it's still prison. Yep. You still don't have a choice. You have to be there, and it's the same thing with a high-income job, yep. right, where you don't have an investor, you haven't created passive income, you can be making a shit ton of money. Yeah. You can have a nice car, you can have a nice house, but guess what? You don't get to enjoy it because you don't have fucking time. Yeah. And that's that's the difference. That's why it makes such a difference, why you're still broke when when you're making a lot of money is because you have to work for that money. I 100% agree. Like That is a very important thing. So now somebody wants to get to the... People have to figure out how to get to that. And I think yesterday's call that was really important for people and people watching this right now, your first step is to figure out how you're going to get a high income skill. And you need to stop thinking that 70, 80, $90,000 is a lot of money, right? The only way to get to the point where you can get passive income isn't fucking happening anytime soon. Right. right. I really think if people can wrap their mind around that, it will really help them because people are looking in like terms of one year, two year windows. But what they feel, I love what Tony Robbins says. He'll, he says you'll uh, overestimate what you can do in a year, but he goes you'll underestimate what you can do in 10 years, exactly. in a decade. 100%. Yeah. So if you think in terms of five years, which you talk about a lot, mm-hmm. or you think in terms of 10 years like Tony Robbins, that's a, you have a lot of time. That's the long-term play you should be thinking of. I'm thinking of it for myself in terms of a long-term play. Like, I'm not thinking of stopping anytime soon. I'm thinking in 10 years, if I have passive income, great. Even if I don't, I'm still young as fuck and I can keep going. But that allows me to play the long game and hustle and keep at it at the process. If I'm thinking, man, by the time I'm 24 right now, so if I'm like, by the time I'm 26, I'll just have passive income and that should be perfect. If I'm 26 and I'm not there, I'm just going to be like whining and crying like a little bitch like I don't have the money, you know, and I'm going to quit. So I think that having that mindset of really playing the long-term game, there is a lot of benefit to it. So talk to me about a little bit about like the, you talk a lot about the process-oriented mindset. So if somebody wants to be able to make that income, how would that help them? I mean, the big thing is is that that thing that we always talk about, which is leverage, right? Yeah. That that's the key there because the thing is, like, you can only do so much on your own, right? So let's say that you are, you know, you're a really talented developer. You make a lot of money. As a as a regular job, what are you going to make? Like, I mean, some of my coaching clients that are living in New York or San Francisco, the top I've ever seen one of them make is like a total of like two hundred fifty thousand dollars total comp, which is a lot of money. I mean, it's it's not, you know, but but it's it's not, you know, it's, yeah. it's a, it, in 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 big terms, it's not a lot, right? So, you know, that's all you can do by yourself, yeah. right? And maybe if you're a freelancer, and maybe you can bill like two, three hundred bucks an hour, maybe you can do a little better than that. Maybe you could do like three, four hundred thousand dollars a year, I could say. But you're capped out at what one person can do when you're doing that kind of stuff. Yep. What you need is leverage. Leverage is utilizing something else, like a fulcrum, right? To to be able to to get more than what one person can do, right? And so that leverage can you can ex- you can have that in multiple ways, right? Like even when you were doing freelancing, we were talking about like you actually hired other people yep. to work for you, so you almost had like an agency. You're building a business around that, so that's leverage, yep. okay? You know, in a business, leverage is other people. It, yep. It's other people, but it's also it could be a platform, right? It could be things that sell, right? If I go and I have to walk to people 
people, I'm like, hey, do you want to buy this thing? I can only sell as much as I can talk to people. But if I have a website yep. and I have people visiting my YouTube channel and visiting my blog, and then I have emails that are automatically going out to them and selling them, yep. I can, I'm leveraging that. I'm leveraging that so that I have uh, more on my time, right? And I think, you know, the, the big powerful concept here is to understand that, like, the, you know, you, in order to make more money by yourself without leverage, you just have to work harder, yeah. right? You gotta get smarter, you gotta work harder, but there's a limit to that. But, you know, let's say you have a website, and let's say that that website is getting, like, I don't know, like a thousand visitors a day. And let's say from that thousand videos, visitors a day, you can make, let's, let's, let's be generous and say a hundred bucks a day, okay? Well, in order for you to make a thousand bucks a day from the hundred, all you need to do is have, instead of a thousand people visiting your website, 10,000. Yes. And it doesn't require any more work. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's really not much of a difference between that. That's the power of leverage. And if you end up making it so that you can get 10,000 people to visit your website per day, now you're making, or, or what do we say, 1,000, 10,000, 100,000, yep. now you're making $10,000 or $1,000 a day yep. to $10,000 a day, right? And it just scales, it, you know, to, it, but the, the beauty of it is using leverage like that is that it doesn't require any more work from yep. you, right? You know, like we've got YouTube channels, we've got blogs, right? We have people visiting our, our our pages and although we're making content right we're getting more and more people yep. right on a daily basis right. and as that grows everything we do gets multiplied right. right we're doing the same amount of work I'm not doing any more work yep. when I had 2,000 subscribers on my channel I'm not doing any more work now than having you know almost 200,000 subscribers right. right we're doing the same amount of work but we're getting paid more because of leverage whereas when you work your regular job and you don't have leverage you don't get paid more just because you've been there. <laughs> well, I mean, you make a make get a little bit of raise, but you you, you want to make more money, you got to work harder. Yep. There's so much leverage once you have something that allows you to multiply outside of you doing something. So, for example, when you're sleeping, your YouTube channel is still showing videos, right. and people can find value in everything. So, for example, we have so even right now in my life, I'm like, okay, we can either sell more products or we have enough leverage based on the channel to go out to other people to sell them on, we can help them with their social media agency and launches and charge $20,000 for three days in person. Or we could actually uh, have developers who are under Clever Programmer Agency and then like put them on Upwork. Yeah. By the way, if you guys think that's a good idea, you should comment that below because I was talking to Aaron about that and I was considering it actually. I was actually considering yeah, it. Make an agency. Make an agency under yeah. Clever Programmer. We have lots of developers. Simple Programmer has lots of developers. Yeah. I'm actually curious about that too. Uh, like how that would work and I feel like that could be really beneficial for the developers because they could have, like you could vet them for example or I could vet them and see the quality of them and then like help them land or negotiate then they perform the work like how what do you actually think about that idea yeah no i mean it's a it's an agency model it right. makes sense because they get to benefit from the branding and the reputation that we've yeah. built so they'll be more likely to get the jobs they'll get the experience and they'll also have some people to turn to because yeah. if you're just a freelancer by yourself on upwork and you're bidding on jobs you know you don't have the branding you don't have the the name behind it and also when you're doing the work if you have a question and you don't know what to do it's just you you there's not really many people you can ask but if you belong to you know our brand under our umbrella we've got you know a hundred different developers or you know experts that you can ask that can help you you know when you're stuck on a project so I think there's definitely some value on, on both sides there so 
Shit, I, I, yeah. this idea is really coming along, Aaron. There we go, that's how you do it. <laughs> get ready to get overwhelmed, Aaron, with a lot of more fucking work. <laughs> so let us know what you actually think about this, but this is just an example of great leverage, you know? So it's like, there are multiple ways you can go about it, and it, those are things that you don't need to manually put in so much work, they kind of work for you, right? So I feel like building a high income skill is very important, but then figuring out quickly the way to leverage it. So like the best advice I could give to somebody, you know, with my naive brain, and you could add on to it more and give us something more intelligent. But the one thing I say to everyone who's doing coding is the simplest way, the most brain dead way to get leverage, right, is the same notes that you take for yourself, the same things that you learn for yourself, just put them on medium.com, right. right, which is a blog posting uh, website or Put it on YouTube, like the same thing you're learning, put it for yourself and just start teaching whatever you're learning, just start putting it on YouTube without even thinking like you're teaching it. Like almost document it for yourself and you'll have an audience that you can leverage. So uh, yeah, you know, that's what I kind of think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, that's the, the, the whole idea is that you should make whatever work that you do work more than once and that's you know that, that's the key whatever you're doing you want to take whatever you're doing and have to be a way to multiply that yeah. right and so you know if you're gonna learn you're gonna spend the time learning something you might as well teach it as well because it doesn't take you much more effort to do that and it's a multiplier right it, it's like you know I guess we could look at the you know kind of the levels right if you do something right like let's say you become a programmer yeah. and you're doing code like I said, you can only do that yourself. You can only make so much money. You're kind of capped there. That's kind of the first level. But then above that is teaching people to do something. You yep. get paid a lot more money to do that. Why? It's because it's leverage. It's because when you're coding on a project, you can only do that project. Yep. But if you teach a thousand developers how to code and they start coding on projects, now you're creating a, ha a huge more, a huge amount more value in the world. And you always get paid based on the value that you produce. Right. And so then the third level is a platform. I'm writing this down. Right? This is really great. You know, you've got like platforms like Facebook or Amazon or Instagram or YouTube. These are all platforms and what they allow people to do is to sell a product, a service or to teach, you know, on that platform. So there's multiple teachers there. And so there by having that platform, like think about the YouTube platform, they're creating massive amounts of value because they're enabling people to have a place to teach, to teach other people how to do to create all that value. And that's why they make the most money. And so you, you start off learning something having a high income skill yeah. but then you graduate to the second level where you teach other people how to do it and then if you get to that third level and you can build a platform that's where you really make the money because you have the why do you make the most money because you have the most amount of leverage wherever you have the most leverage that's where you're gonna make the most amount of money agreed and again this is something you guys can get started with today like literally if you're watching this it's great that you're consuming this content it's awesome but we don't give a fuck unless unless you take action like that's what we really care about that's what i really care about like please if you're watching this content take some action so for example for you it might look like like taking the five word script you wrote today the day before or last week just literally make it public on medium you know exactly, yep. or make a little two minute video and put it on your YouTube. And if you do that and you put it in the comments below, I'll jump there and I'll comment back because I think that would be really awesome. But please, like start taking some kind of action. And the great thing is that you're not even going out of your way if you're documenting it. So like for example, you can think of it as like level one, you learning a skill, level two, you teaching a skill, level three, building a platform. Right. But I think you can just start doing 
the learning and the documenting at the same time, which exactly. will build up, will, which will give you an audience and people that you're providing value to and help to. All you need to do is just whatever you're learning, just put it out there. Exactly. Yep. Don't even talk like an expert. Don't pretend to be an expert. Just put it out there. 100%. Yep. That's how I got started. Right. I didn't. No one. No one gave me. No one gave me a little scepter and said, "Hey, you're an authority now." Yeah. I just. I just started doing it. I just started talking about it. I just started creating blog posts. I just started writing about it. And yeah. then when you do it long enough and you influence enough people, and enough people start talking about you, pretty soon you're the guy. You're the authority. You don't. You don't have to be anointed. I guess that's. That's the thing. Is like people are waiting to be anointed yeah. instead of just taking action. Right. Just. Just assume they're waiting for a gatekeeper, someone right. to say Always. you're good enough. You have permission. And you know what you're what you're gonna have is you know you're gonna have haters, yeah. and that's what that's what you're gonna have to deal with. Right. But you got to get out there and you got to do it yep. because no one else is gonna say, okay, now you're ready, right? It's like it's like you know people that are at a job and they're waiting to get that promotion, but they never ask the boss for the promotion, never. and they're just waiting until someone recognizes Even them. It never we happens. On, yesterday we were on a call, yeah. you know, and Brett was talking about it, and he's like, he got one percent or something, yeah. and I immediately called it out, and I was like, did. Did you like I feel like you probably didn't ask for more right exactly right yeah. so I feel for him but then at the end of the call he actually left it as a message in the chat uh -huh. where he was like I was afraid to like actually ask for more right right so if you don't ask you don't get I told that lesson to Aaron who's walking can you can you zoom in on him right there <laughs> if you don't ask you don't get Aaron remember don't ask, don't get what? if you don't ask you don't get yeah, I ask my mom for dinner every night <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So remember, like, you have to be able to ask for those things and be able to demand those things, you know? Like, so when it comes to negotiations, it can be literally as simple as most people are performing really well. Most yeah. bosses would be more than happy to pay them more, like, would not have a problem, but just sometimes those conversations don't start. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's big. Sometimes you ask for the moon, sometimes you get the moon. Or sometimes you don't, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this was the video. If you're gonna make $100,000, you're gonna be broke, which is a really sad part. But the really great part is that if you actually internalize that and you make it your belief, instead of being depressed, you can do something about it. Yeah. Aim to make a million dollars or $5 million or $10 million. Aim to make it passive. Aim to make it where you don't have to work for it. Then you're not broke. That's what I would say. Right, so aim to make it passive eventually where you don't have to work and you are not gonna be broke because your passive income is gonna be working on your behalf, all right? So that is the ultimate goal where you're gonna stop being broke. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of effort, it takes a lot of hard, hard work. It's really hard, but I believe that it is worth it. Definitely. Right, I believe that this is a cause worth fighting for, for yourself, for your family, for, um, for the freedom that you would want to have in your life because I value a lot of freedom a lot I know John values freedom like crazy so that's what it is I think I hope that this video uh, provided you with some value please comment below what was your biggest takeaway from this video this helps us me and John go into the questions and get deeper with you and ask and, uh, and answer your specific questions. So if you have specific questions, ask them. The more specific they are, we'll bring them up and we'll answer them in our upcoming videos so it can just provide you with more value. Again, thank you so much for watching. Like this video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. This is Kazi. And this is John. We love your face and as always, I'll see you in the next video.